In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. We are now in chapter 2 in the sacrament of the present moment, which is titled, The Divine Action Works Unceasingly for the Sanctification of Souls. And section 1 in chapter 2 is titled, The Life of God in the Soul. The subtitle is, The Divine Action, Although Only Visible to the Eye of Faith, is everywhere and always present. And he starts out by stating that we all exist in the hands of God and the work that we do is visible to other people and other people can perceive that work through the senses but faith sees the work of God in all things. So even though God's works hidden or invisible, the eyes of faith can always see it. And he uses an example of Christ appearing to the disciples after the resurrection. And they couldn't recognize him because of the weakness of their faith. So we can say the same about God's appearances to us today if our faith is weak. So it's like he catches us by surprise if our eyes aren't expecting him the same way that he caught his disciples by surprise and they couldn't recognize him at first. So God's always working in our life through some sort of hidden or mysterious way. And one beautiful quote that I'll read to you word for word. He says, There's not a moment in which God does not present himself under the cover of some pain to be endured, or some consolation to be enjoyed, or some duty to be performed. All that takes place within us, around us, or through us, contains and conceals his divine action. So God's always presenting himself to us in one way or another. He's always working. He's always around us. He's always in every situation that we're experiencing. And he says that if we're actually attentive, not only would we notice his hidden work, but we would rejoice in seeing it. And another beautiful quote, he says, At each successive occurrence we should exclaim, It is the Lord, and we should accept every circumstance as a gift of God. So we got to realize that everything in the universe is at God's disposal. He easily uses the people or things around us to speak to us and to guide us in the way that He wants. And if we have faith and really believe this, we would cherish everyone or every circumstance or every situation, whatever God sends us as a servant of God sent for our benefit. We would cherish whatever is happening at every moment as a mode of God's communication with us. Okay? So, if we had faith, we would realize and appreciate God's communication with us in every moment. But, without faith, we would miss all His communication with us. And even worse, we would even confuse what He's really communicating to us through the circumstances in our life. We would maybe distort what He's actually communicating to us. So he says, faith is our light in this life. By it we possess the truth without seeing it. We touch what we cannot feel, and we see what's not evident to the senses. By faith God reveals and manifests himself in all things. By faith the veil is torn aside to reveal the eternal truth. So we have to shift from what we see in a physical sense to what we see in a spiritual sense. And that requires faith. If we're just using our physical eyes, 
we'll see nothing but the vanity and the corruption in this world. Just all of the nonsense around us. And, and we may even fall into the traps in this world and that will obviously deviate us from God's will. So we need faith to experience God's work. And I'll conclude with this final sentence in the section. He says, By means of faith, we should be able to aspire after God and to live for Him alone, forsaking and going beyond mere figures. So that means by faith, we should cling to God alone. We should live for Him alone. We would forsake all the vanities of this world and live for Him unto God is to all glory forever. Amen.